Hi, welcome to Underneath the Hat Podcast. I am your host, author, educator, entrepreneur, Sheree Simmons. And I want to say thank you and bless you to my dog. Thank you for joining us again for season three of Underneath the Hat Podcast as we discuss blessings and lessons. So as always, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. We're also on all of the podcast platforms, Anchor, Overcast, Spotify, Apple, Google, Breaker, and Pocket Cast. So today, under the umbrella of blessings and lessons, I want to talk about manifestation. So manifestation basically in a nutshell means you thinking of what it is that you want and you basically speaking it into fruition. That's basically what manifestation is. So the dictionary definition of it is an event, action, or object that clearly shows or embodies something, especially a theory or an abstract idea. So the reason I chose this or it chose me as my topic this week is because <laughs> these last couple of days have been very interesting. So I told you all last time we spoke that I was going to jump back into the dating pool. So as soon as I announced that to you all, I let you know about the guy that I was talking to that I had reconnected with from when I was in high school. From 14 to 16, we had dated and we ended up reconnecting and talking on and off for like three weeks. And then um, I ended up it just actually, it just didn't work. Like you ever been around someone, especially if you're out there and you've been healed and and whole again from being hurt and dealing with all of the traumas that you've been through, it, it, it just feels different. The energy of a person feels different when you yourself have been made whole and have healed from certain things. It's just, I just felt, I just knew he had been broken. He was broken. And he wasn't at the point where he was ready to be in a relationship. And he stated that fact to me from the very beginning. He was transparent about that. Um, and we had agreed that we would just do what we do when we do. And, but it just kept, I just kept feeling drained. I think it was Reverend T.D. Jakes, Bishop T.D. Jakes, who had done a sermon a couple of weeks ago, or actually a couple of years ago, when he talked about the capacity of people and that it's like everyone is a different type of container and each container is able to hold a different capacity or a different amount of water. And depending on what type of container you are, you can't fill up certain containers with the amount of with the amount of material that you have inside of you. So if I am a gallon and I'm dealing with someone that's a pint or a liter, then what I'm trying to pour into them, they won't be able to contain it all because they're not built 
to hold all that I'm willing and able to give. And that's how I felt being trying to rekindle or restart or reignite this relationship. And I just felt drained. Like I was trying to give my all and it wasn't being reciprocated. And so God doing what he does, it just stopped cold turkey. And that's because I ended up having a conversation with my therapist on Thursday and I had a conversation with my life coach on Wednesday. And my life coach taught me all about manifesting, manifestation, speaking things into existence as though they already were. And she gave me an assignment where I had to take a piece of paper and write on one side what I did not want and on the other side what I did. And I figured no need wasting time on what I don't want because if we manifest in the good, that's all I'm going to focus on. So I ended up with like three, four sheets, not the full size, but about two, three sheets of the full regular size paper of everything that I wanted. And one bit of advice she gave me was to not be in a relationship with anyone or tied to anyone when I wrote this, because then I would start to write things down based on who I was with instead of what I wanted. And so God allowed for that three-week reigniting of a flame to um, cease. And I was able to, with a clear head, write down what it was that I wanted. And I would watch TV. I love my my TV shows and my love stories and my love R&B songs. And so I would watch TV and hear things and Whenever it made me think of a trait that I wanted in my mate, future mate, I would write it down. That was Thursday. That was Wednesday. I'm sorry. Thursday, I had my monthly meeting with my therapist, and that went well. And then Saturday at 6.49 a.m., I was going to the restroom. I'll have my phone with me. And there was this person who had reached out to me um, on Messenger. Okay. And so I didn't know him from Adam. But something was like, respond. Because normally if you follow me on Facebook or I'm friends with you on Facebook, it's because I have a relationship, some type of connection. I'm not one of these people who is like, ooh, I want to build up the number of friends that I have. So I'm going to accept everybody that reaches out to me. No. If we are friends on Facebook, it's because we have an actual connection, a relationship. We are associated in some form or fashion. If I needed to borrow something or ask you a question, I would feel comfortable enough doing it. That's why you're one of my friends. I didn't know this person, but something told me, go ahead and respond. So I said, hi, how are you? We've been talking ever since. Um... And it's crazy because the things that he is saying are the things that are on my list. And I've been very adamant and strategic in not giving him too much of me and about me just to see if this is something that could actually turn into something else. And I have been blown away at the things that have come out of his mouth based 
and how they correlate to what I had put on the list just three days before. Um, so we've been talking ever since. We've talked and in, in, in I'll be 40 in July and he'll be 40 in July and I'll have time, okay? <laughs> For those that know my story and have been watching the podcast, you know that I've been married and divorced twice, and I just don't have time. And then life is too short to be playing these games. Like, I'm a firm believer of if you know what you want, then you know what you want. And I'm also a firm believer in the Jesus that I serve, that sometimes you don't have to crawl. Some situations, he'll let you walk right on in. And then there are some where you will have to crawl and take your time. And then there are instances where he lets you run. <laughs> so I am trusting him and listening. That's my thing for myself. No resolution. That's my thing. To trust and listen. Listen and trust. And so that's what I've been doing. And I feel different about this. Maybe it's because it's my first time really diving into, I guess, this virtual uh, dating thing. because. Uh, we met over Facebook Messenger and not in person like I'm used to doing. Um, and I told my life coach yesterday, I said, it just feels too good to be true. And she said, there's no such thing. There's no such thing. If, they, if you want it to be true, it'll be true. And so everything that I have written down, these things are spewing from his mouth and I'm intentional in making sure that I don't give any clues, hints, subliminal messages so that I know that everything coming out of his mouth is from him and not from what I'm trying to lead him or probe him <laughs> into saying. And I mean, I just feel like a giddy little teenager all over again. Like the conversations were having and I'm hitting them with the tough questions. Like I don't have time to be playing. Like, I don't need to find out later down the line that you do something that will have been a deal breaker or a red flag for me. I'm hitting him with those hard questions. Matter of fact, he started hitting me with the questions first, which really was like, oh, my God, somebody who is on the same page. He knows what he wants. He is ready for a commitment. He wants to be married again. And so I just I'm excited. For what's to come and so the blessing from manifestation just in these few short days is that it has allowed for me to realize even more so how real and how good God is because all of those things that I wrote down on that list on those pieces of paper were in private no one knew about them not even in my dog KB because I wrote them down as they came to me. And sometimes I would look back over the list and don't even remember writing some of those things because I was so in tune with what God wanted me to write. And so I'm just going to listen and trust him, listen and trust to see where all of this leads. And the lesson I would say that comes from manifestation is that 
first off from the Bible, it says life and death lies in the power of your tongue. You can kill your dream and you can speak your dream. And so that's all manifestation is. It's in your tongue. So if it's something that you really want out there, you can have it. But it also says faith without works is dead. So if you're going to believe what you're saying, you also have to know that there's going to be some work that needs to be done too. So I couldn't just sit here and say, okay, Lord, this is what I want from this man. And da, 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 and I'm not willing to give. Even in our conversations with him, I have been asking him questions based on the lessons that I've learned from my previous relationships. And that I don't want to make the same mistake twice. I'm a very self-reflective person. And so when I see things that I didn't do right the last time, I try to do them right the next time so I don't have to do them again. I tell my students at work, do it right the first time, you won't have to do it again. But those other times I wasn't equipped with the tools to know whether I was doing it right or wrong in the first place. But now that I have those tools, thanks to my therapist, I'm going to use those tools. We all know somebody who you go to their garage and they got this old raggedy, rusty toolkit that no one uses. And so there's no needing you learning these lessons that God has put in your life for you to not use the tool. So that's what I've been doing. The things that I messed up in or didn't pay attention to in previous relationships, I'm now willing to go into the next one doing better. One of the questions I asked him today was, what's your love language? And what does that look like to you? And I think it threw him because no one had ever asked him that before. Yes, it's great to know what the love language is of the person you're in a relationship with. But if you don't know what it looks like for them, then you're going to give your idea of what it is. And I don't want to assume anything. I told him that today. I don't want to assume that physical touch to you means everything it means to me because it may not. And I found out that he doesn't like public displays of affection, but that's physical touch. So I had to get down to the nitty gritty of what it was that he wanted so that when I decided to display that love to him, as far as physical touch, then I would know what it was. And then if I'm not giving him what he needs, I can't say, well, I didn't know. I can't give you something I don't know. So we can avoid a whole lot of arguments and a whole lot of disputes and a whole lot of confrontation. And we just communicate with each other and tell the other person what we want. So that way they can give you what you want because I, I, I refuse to be in another relationship that ends because we were expecting the other person to read our mind. I refuse. So I'm doing better this time than I did the other time. I'm learning from my mistakes and I'm applying what I've learned to the new relationship so that I don't have to do this again. So that has been a lesson too of learning from the mistakes. So when I ask for something in my manifestation that I'm actually able to keep it once I get it. So I am excited for where it's going. I enjoy talking to him and learning about him and sharing who I am, the new Sheree, as I learn who I am, being able to share that with other people. And so I keep trying to make sure my battery doesn't go out on 
mic. Um, so that's the lesson of being able to share who I am now. Um, the new Sheree with the changes and the differences and the and the, the similarities of the old and the new. And I just can't wait to see where it goes next. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I <laughs> I can't wait for my next session so I can see what my next assignment is and uh, to finish figuring out who I am and what I want my next relationship, my final, praise the Lord, relationship to look like. Um, I want to thank you all so much for tuning in to Underneath the Head podcast as we talk about blessings and lessons. Um, make sure you like and subscribe the page, share it with people. You can find us on all um, podcast platforms. We're on Anchor, Spotify, Overcast, Breaker, Apple. Um, did I name all of them? Hey, yep, Google, Breaker, Pocket Cast. Um, so you can check us out there, and also make sure you share. Leave a post or a comment if you want to sew into the session. The cash app is based on my mentor program, YL dollar sign, YLAAT2017. Or you can sell to underneath the hats at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for tuning in and supporting me. And I pray that you have learned something about manifestation and how you can speak life and death into your life. But make sure you're ready to do the work because faith without works is dead. Again, as I always say at the end, remember to take care of yourself underneath the hat as you manifest those great things that you want in your life. I appreciate you and I will see you next week.